All right, welcome to the podcast. Uh, today, it's Pat and Stu, and for Glenn, Glenn is expected to be back on Monday. He'll give you an update on everything going on uh, with him. Uh, that's coming up in here in a few days. Today, we talk about uh, Joe Biden quite a bit today because he is in the middle of... I, they've let him out of the basement. He's making multiple speeches here this week, uh, including... Uh, he made one yesterday on spending and infrastructure. Everything is infrastructure now. You need to know, know that anything that they want is infrastructure. We'll get into that and the re- details of his ridiculous speech. He also has another one coming up today on guns. Uh, we touch on that as well. The border situation uh, is, is it a crisis? It's a crisis for America. Is it a crisis for the Biden administration, though? That's another question. And we look at kind of the catastrophe going on in Brazil right now. It's really, really ugly there. Um, and Deshaun Watson, we touch on as well. Probably not the right phrasing for that particular story. Uh, <laughs> so check out the podcast today. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review if you wouldn't mind. Also check out Pat Gray Unleashed. It's on this platform. Uh, make sure to go over and search for that and subscribe uh, or follow that podcast, as well as Stu Does America. All available now. Uh, and uh, you can check us out on all the social media as well. Instagram, Matt Stu Does America. I think Pat Gray Unleashed. Is, is that right? For your Instagram? Pat's a huge Instagram guy, so he Pat knows. Unleashed. Pat Unleashed. Yeah. There it is. Pat Unleashed. All right, here's the podcast. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Yesterday, there was... I Joe Biden didn't used to infuriate me quite as much as he does now. I mean, he's always irritated me, but it wasn't like listening to Barack Obama, for instance. It is now. I mean, I think he's bought in completely to Marxist theory now. He, he's just a he's a naked Marxist like the rest of them now. And maybe that's just everybody in leadership in the Democrat Party. Maybe they've all just caved in. Uh, but it's agonizing to listen to this infrastructure stuff as well as the poor being fleeced. Um, here he is. Todd, did you see much of this uh, speech yesterday? Not Stuart? much of it, no. I try to avoid <clears throat> and keep my sanity, but it, it was oh. as uh, the clips I've seen are, were as agonizing as you'd expect. He's trying to justify spending two and a half trillion dollars right now, and five percent of that is going to infrastructure, to actual infrastructure. So now everything's just infrastructure. Yes, everything that was the is infrastructure. Gillibrand, uh, yes. Uh, construction yesterday she got bludgeoned for that she, uh, you know it just basically saying, oh well health but you know uh elder child care, care <laughs> yeah. is infrastructure right okay well, so is it he's no. listing all things no and just saying their infrastructure mm-hmm. which now the left has has decided to to say anything they believe is important is in infrastructure Anything they want equals infrastructure, <laughs> which means that infrastructure has no definition. It's just right. It's just all, I mean, as far as policy goes, it's just everything. But that's what they do, right? They just it's what they want when they're up against it. They just change the definition of words. Everything that opposes them is racist, mm-hmm. for example. So she got hammered with that a little bit yesterday. <laughs> Somebody tweeted out. Yeah, your mom and my ass are infrastructure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love- I love that. And Gillibrand's a bit uh, of a dummy. Like, she, of course. You know, she's, she, you could tell when in the campaign when she was pressed and people were actually paying attention to her, which was not, has not happened at any other point in her career. Mm-hmm. He realized she really doesn't have much going on. This is not a, this is not a Democratic rising star. This is someone who was able to luck into a seat 
based on circumstances in a very blue state and doesn't bring much to the table. Uh, anyone who would think that's a good idea to tweet obviously is not uh, not exactly a thinking person. The lights are on, but nobody's home. Yeah, and the lights in, aren't always on. Either. Yeah, that's true. That is <laughs> we true. We should point out the lights. There, There's problems with the lights. There's a short. It's not all. They're not always on. But there's never anyone home. There's rolling blackouts. It's an abandoned cabin in the woods. Yes. And occasionally the lights kind of come on. Maybe it's a really bad, badly placed solar plan- panel mm-hmm. uh, keeping the lights on. Mm-hmm. It's under a lot of shade. Yep. Maybe occasionally a streak of light hits that solar panel. Keep the lights go on for four or five minutes that night. But that's about it. But because they're uh, trying to sell this tax increase to pay for this two and a half trillion dollar bill. Which wasn't it two uh, trillion just a yeah. week ago? Yeah. Now, now it's, it's two, two and a half. Two and a half already. Well, this is what happens though. By the <sighs> time they're done with it, I'll bet you it'll be three. <laughs> yeah. It'll be three trillion. So here is uh, Biden trying to convince us that the poor are being fleeced. We're going to raise the corporate tax rate. It was 35 percent. 35. For the mm-hmm. longest time. Mm-hmm. That wasn't good. Which was too high. Mm. Yes. Brock and I thought it was too high during our administration. Did you? Mm-hmm. We all agreed five years ago that it should come down somewhat. But the somewhat. previous administration reduced it all the way down to 21 percent. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's horrible. What I'm proposing is that we meet in the middle. 28 huh. percent. Mm. Right. 28 percent would still have lower corporate rates than any time between, between World War II and 2017. Pause it for a second. Well, Jen- <laughs> uh, we're not competing with ourselves from the past. What we're no? competing with is the rest of the world. Well, no, there's some companies, though, that were like, we were thinking about taking the 1965 tax rate from the United States <laughs> and executing that. Uh, yeah. They're not no, allowed they're to do not, that? No. They're, they could do that, I guess. Yeah. They, you know, if a Belgian company wanted to uh, increase their corporate rate to what ours was in 1965... <laughs> They could. It <laughs> yeah. uh, just wouldn't be intelligent. What we're competing with are, are companies who are paying 15% corporate tax rates. I mean, ours has traditionally been one of the highest, if not the highest, corporate tax rate in the world. And we're supposed to be capitalists. We're supposed to be free market people. And, and so this argument is just completely... Uh, unrelated to the problem at hand and it's, this, it's ridiculous and this really does put it's not as high as 35 as he points out but 28 would still put it right back up at one of the highest in the world again yes we would have the same problem and you probably before. lose corporations again because of it yeah it really is unfortunate i mean the 21 percent income tax rate showed real uh signs of of making these companies grow and 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 mm-hmm. It did seem to induce a, a raging economy before the coronavirus hit. Now, did it have enough time before COVID for us to know the full uh, impact of it? I don't know. I mean, I don't even know what we knew that. Remember, these are long-term plans. Mm-hmm. And this is the, the biggest sin of this overall in that companies can't plan for this stuff. Because every every two years, then the new administration comes in and starts screwing with these rates. Companies can't plan. They don't want to deal with... And one of the big one of the big uh, upsides of having your company in America supposedly is stability, right? Right. Like yeah. You're, a lot of companies are willing to pay a little bit higher rate because they realize, okay, this is a stable country. They understand that capitalism is important. They're the people who kind of brought it to us, so they're not. It's not going anywhere. Well, that, that's not the case anymore. I mean, they can't look at this country fairly and honestly and tell their shareholders, "Oh, there's no big deal. The, the, this is fine." 
you, you have people who are who have the entire uh, uh, zeitgeist of the left, people like AOC, who are basically begging for capitalism to go away completely. Mm-hmm. So you no longer have that sort of stability. These are not these are not fringe members. These are the people leading the media coverage on a daily basis. And obviously, you see with the spending that's going on right now, they've had real impact. We've talked about this before, but Barack Obama was terrified of getting to one trillion dollars on his big plans, including Obamacare. Mm-hmm. They did everything they could to lie and say it was under a trillion dollars because that, they were terrified of what the American people would think. That fear is long gone. It's long gone. Yeah, now two, three, four. What was it? I mean, just we just said two trillion to two two and a half trillion. That's almost the entire stimulus bill from Barack Obama. <laughs> just the just the change we didn't notice in the last week. Like, oh, it was two trillion dollar package. Now it's a two point five trillion dollar package. I mean, that's you know two thirds of what Barack Obama wanted to spend for the big uh, bailout and uh, infrastructure spend back in uh, in two thousand nine. Yeah. It just, there's no shame anymore in this stuff. It's just print, 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 spend, 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 mm-hmm. you know, new restrictions, new seemingly unconstitutional laws and rules. No one seems to care right now. And he had a lot more to say about it. We'll generate over a trillion dollars in taxes over 15 years. Hmm. Why, why would you? New independent study put hmm. out last week found that at least 55 of our largest corporations... Huh. Lose the very, use the various loopholes to pay zero federal tax income tax in 2020. So dishonest. It's just not fair. It's not fair to the rest of the American taxpayers. We're going to, we're going to try to put an end to this. Not, not fleece them. 28%. Uh, of course. If you're a mom and dad, a cop, firefighter, police officer, etc., you're paying close to that in your income tax. I've also proposed the global minimum tax, which is being proposed around the world, for U.S. corporations at 20 percent. Twenty pun percent. Pat, twenty pun percent is the wrong percentage. (laughs) I think it is too. I think it is twenty pun percent. I. Yeah, I don't even know what to say about 20 pun percent. Yeah, I, really. I, I feel almost <laughs> you know? speechless of yeah. my commentary on 20 pun percent. I don't know exactly <laughs> how to. It feels wrong. But other than that, I can't describe why it's wrong. So here's what he's proposing then. You're, wait. Okay, so you're raising the corporate tax rate to 28%. Now you're going to also add a 21% global tax? <laughs> Is that what he's saying? Well, a minimum tax. A minimum. Uh, 20, 21%. So 21. The idea so being that everyone else needs to raise their rates. Who administers that? Right. Who administers Nobody. the global tax right. to every corporation in the world? There is no such, there's no such entity. There's no entity that right. can do that. Right. I mean, and the concept is, That's it's basically a, a confirmation of what we were just talking about. They know then these, we're going to lose these corporations. Co- yeah, these companies keep lower, or these countries keep lowering their rates to get companies to go there. Yep. So we need to. What if we stopped the competition? It's like basically saying like McDonald's <laughs> wants to charge five dollars for their Big Mac, and they're like, "What if we propose a global fast food burger price? You can't go under four eighty five. Well, then they'd be really competitive, I guess, right? Because they'd yeah. only be fifteen cents more. Yeah, I mean, we'd still Burger King be is more. forced to charge four eighty five for their yes. 
now you're not going to lose that many customers right, to Burger King. Right. They're not going to, the, the, the cost isn't going to be an issue. And that's what he's proposing here. It's, it's completely, crazy. it's embarrassing. And it, it's unconstitutional, I'm sure. And it's also, well, I don't know if it's unconstitutional because it seems like it's just a big, they're just hoping everyone does it type of thing. It's like, it's not like we we certainly can't implement it on these other countries. Through the G20, though, they're, they're going to try to force it. They're going to try to force it through. Yeah, uh, now, we'll see how that, we'll see how the structure of that uh, comes down. But did you also notice the sleight of hand at the beginning of that clip? When you do one of these bills, have we not been around for a while here? Mm-hmm. When you do one of these bills, you talk about how much it costs and how much taxes are going to be raised in 10 years. Right. Right? Yes. Why is he talking about how much is going to raise in 15 years? Well, the reason for that is he knows, he even knows with his crappy projections, they can't get this to work by saying 10 years of taxes will pay for it. So what they have done is they're talking about 15 years of taxes to pay for eight years of spending. 15 years of taxes to pay for eight years of spending. Therefore, it's quote unquote paid for. It's so disingenuous. That is incredible. And you'll hear, I mean, that's why he's talking about 15 years. Because that is legitimately in the bill. They mm. know they can't pay for it. So they're just going to screw with the year. They're going to keep the the cost on the board for 15 years and the spending on the board for eight years. Now, as we all know, mm. as if we're complete idiots, at the end of that eight years, all of these things are going to be ex- extended. So you're going to get 15 years of spending and you're going to 15 years of taxes won't cover it. 15 years of taxes only covers eight years of spending. So then we're going to have to raise taxes again. Mm-hmm. They're telling you and this in advance. not at the end advance. of the 15 years, but before that is. Oh, yeah. After eight, they'll, they'll ask for another tax hike. The second they can is the real answer. The second it's they crazy. can get them raised, they'll do it again. And they'll just, look, we have this great thing and it did so much good. But, you know, we, the, the, the Republicans wouldn't let us go to 35%. They said it was too high. Wait, wait a minute. Didn't you say it was too high, Joe? They'll just forget about oh, that. He won't remember on. that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he doesn't remember it now, let alone in eight years. <laughs> this is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Uh, hey, we're being warned by a top scientist not to try to contact intelligent life out there. You know, we're getting ready to, to send out uh a telescope that you know it's like the hubble telescope except i believe it's a hundred times more powerful than hubble is and we've seen way out into space with hubble so they're sending this one deep much deeper into space i think about a million miles from earth and then it's it's then it's a hundred times more powerful than uh hubble so they expect to see some amazing things and maybe be able to contact uh other intelligent life but this scientist is warning against it saying yeah uh, you might just be inviting our overlords to the planet so maybe don't do that uh i i, I uh, why would the telescope be the problem i mean if we were firing lasers randomly into space you know <laughs> nuclear missiles just kind of throwing them throwing them out there i could understand that maybe mm-hmm a telescope? Mm-hmm. Are they going to be that? I'm not sure if it's if it comes equipped with some sort of you know uh, signal as well. Sure, that it can send out a signal that hey, we're here and we're well, looking around for friends. If, uh, We'd like to have some friends in the galaxy. If there are overlords, though, they probably would know we're already here. So he, is he saying that we're going to alert them and they'll be like, oh, we need yeah. to become oh. overlords of those people? Yes. Okay. That hey, oh, uh, there's somebody else out there that we haven't uh, taken over yet. So let's just go do that now and take care of it. 
Uh, I personally don't think that would be an issue. I mean, if, you know, we've had all these sightings of uh, UFOs over the years. We, we haven't been destroyed yet. And you would think if they can get from their place to ours, they've got technology that we can't even fathom. And they could have uh, destroyed us a good long time ago. I don't know what they're waiting for, if that's what their intent was. I mean, look at us. We're begging for it. You know, <laughs> yes. this. Have you seen the way I mean, we what act? What more do you have to do? What more do we have to do to be destroyed? <sighs> yeah. So anyway, this will be in place by May of 2022. So be afraid. Be very afraid. Well, I will say, if it works out, uh, one thing we will know for sure is it's infrastructure. <laughs> yes, it uh, is. We know that. Very important it, it part of count. our infrastructure. Yes. <laughs> This is the best of the Glenn Beck Program. So Biden has come under intense pressure, supposedly, uh, from gun safety advocacy groups uh, and Democrats to fulfill his pledge to tackle gun control. Uh, He said he was going to do it on his first day, on the first day in office, on the first day. And he didn't do it on the first day. So now he's he's going to take, apparently, six executive actions on, on guns and gun control. The first is to propose a rule uh, within 30 days to stop the proliferation of ghost guns. Now, are you familiar with ghost guns? I'm not... I don't know what that is. You don't, you don't have a ghost I don't know gun what that of your is. own? I, I don't. Uh, so ghost guns basically... Is it a gun you can't see? Yeah, did you ever see Space Ghost? It's only there in in spirit. Yeah, Space Space Ghost. Ghost, Yeah, Space Ghost had ghost ghost guns. Oh, okay. Uh, No, they're they're and they're not just guns that only work on ghosts either. People thought you know Mm. like the Ghostbusters packs. Yeah, it's Uh, not that. It's not that either. Uh, Ghost guns are basically like to, to summarize, I guess, people building their own guns, right? Like so that you're able to buy components of a gun okay. put them together because they did not go through the so traditional they don't manufacturing have a process number. they don't have a serial number there mm. there's no reason you need one okay. in that particular circumstance and it goes everything most i mean to act as if this is a problem a, a in our discourse problem. is Come ridiculous yeah. it's like it's a very small small i mean small do you want to build a firearm like no. again people who are there are a lot of hobbyists who really enjoy doing this right it's not just like you know, criminals. There's a lot of hobbyists who really enjoy doing this. There's a lot of people who just enjoy we- uh, guns that really mm-hmm. like doing things this way. It, it's like building your own, uh, you know, kitchen table, right? Like there are people who I, that doesn't make any sense to me. There are machines that are building those for me. Why would I go through that process? But some people really get enjoyment out of it, so they do it that way. That's the overwhelming majority of people with with this type of situation. Um, you know, uh, it, it also goes to it obviously could be criminals who can't get guns other ways could theoretically make it happen this way. There's been a couple of shootings where it appears ghost guns uh, are involved. Again, getting a gun in this country is is not really a problem. If you're even if you're a criminal, and we have a border that's open basically for business, so people are guns are flowing over the border all the time and going to criminals all the time. Mm-hmm. A lot of these murders happen because drug dealers are able to buy illegal guns from other drug dealers and gun dealers. So it's not as if these laws will affect that type of thing. It's it's just one of those things that I think a lot of people would look at on his face and say, "Wait a minute." There's no way to trace this. There's no uh, there's no uh, serial number. This should just not happen. 
this should not be a thing. And I look, it's it's one of those mm. things that I think connects with the average person who's you know never used a gun, right? Like, you know, it, it seems wild and crazy. We just live in a country that has a Second Amendment to the Constitution, which clearly states you are not allowed to infringe on these rights. So even mm-hmm. I said the same thing, by the way, just as strongly about Donald Trump's ban on bump stocks, which was blatantly unconstitutional blatantly and by the way has now been already overturned in the courts you can't just say you want these things to (laughs) stop and then they stop that is not our constitutional system of government you can't just be like you know what i don't want our ghost guns therefore we will not have them (laughs) i don't want bump stocks therefore we should not have them none of that's not a thing in this country but it is okay to ban like the uh, weapons of war that are made only for death, no. right? That are made specifically for one purpose no. and one purpose only, and that's to kill people. That's not what they're the used for. The assault weapon ban. Yeah, that's that's not, okay, right? No, definitely not. Huh. I mean, I, he's not even going to try hmm. that by executive no, order. No, he's not. It seems like Pat. Are you? Because I mean, <laughs> there's the ghost gun thing has been has had a lot of attention, which is kind of does silly. that include the? Oh, what was the process? You know where you copy the gun it's the oh 3d printing yeah the 3d printing does it include 3d pin- printing of guns that's a good question i don't know the answer to that because our gun guy i think would be really upset about that you know in whose conception under what paradigm right remember yeah. that you i'm know. just resisting what, what are you I resisting? resisting i don't, I don't know. know the collectivization the of manufacture the institutionalization of the human, of human psyche, psyche. i'm not I, sure i'm not sure but i can tell you one thing yeah this is a symbol of reversibility they can never eradicate the gun from the earth yeah what about that what about that Stu? I hadn't thought about that in a while. I know. Uh, what was the human psyche thing that happened there? The <laughs> institutionalization. Institution. Of the human psyche. It's been institutionalized. Do the you want psyche. your psyche to be institutionalized? <laughs> I don't think so. He's <laughs> resisting that. He thinks he's not sure, but he thinks he is. Classic clip from the Glenn Beck program, by the way. <laughs> yes, uh, but with the guy who, who did the first three D printed gun. It's been a while since we played that one. It's been a while, uh, but it's a classic. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't know if it. Co- covers those or not that's a good question i mean yeah. you know I'm, I'm you know certainly no gun i would think it does expert. qualify because i obviously they wouldn't have a serial number right so wonder if that qualifies yeah as a the other thing gun. they're going after are these uh similar to ar-15s you can get these guns that have <laughs> certain attachments on them that basically that are called that are technically pistols so they are un- they are regulated under those rules but feel a lot look a lot like an ar-15 um now at one point long ago i had one of these uh it was lost in a terrible boating accident uh and oh my very, gosh yeah, what a coincidence yes it was a terrible oh my the gosh same thing happened to me <gasps> yeah i can't remember what lake i was on or it, it, ocean, i can't either but it was a big body oh. of water i remember that and it was super super deep it's super, the deepest so I, lake yeah that the I deepest lake i've seen. ever heard of or ocean and I didn't, it was so deep and yeah. so immense that I didn't even try to go get it. Uh, I just let them sink to the bottom and, and they've been gone ever since. A terrible, terrible tragedy. Terrible. Uh, of, of gun loss. But it but, left me without my AR-15. That's yeah. all I know. <laughs> and these are pretty cool. I mean, they're really nice. Again, yeah. an AR-15 is, one of the great things about it is, as a legal gun owner, if you need to hit something, you're able to hit it. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Like that is the mm-hmm. that is the benefit. People are like, oh, why would you need an AR-15? I don't know, because unless you're firing guns all the time, you're probably not going to be incredibly accurate with a handgun. Mm-hmm. In- unless you're really the type of person who's going to the range constantly, it's a lot easier. And especially for a woman who may be defending herself against a larger man, maybe stopping power is something you want to think about. Right. Uh, You know, uh, it's like these people who are so pro woman just do not want women to be able to defend themselves some for some uh, reason. And I'll never understand that part of it. But they're trying to get rid of those. They're basically trying to say, well, Well, these are just skirting the rules. Now, they're not skirting the rules, but that's what they're trying to accuse them of. They're also he wants to get rid of the uh, stabilizing braces for pistols. So that's what he's that's go- that's what that is. Yeah, that's the that's AR- the what you're talking stabilizing about. Stabilizing braces for pr- pistols is their code for okay. Uh, the the AR-15 lookalike really because it, it look it's it's a it's technically huh. a pistol, but it looks it looks and feels like an AR-15, and okay. therefore that's evil. Other actions include directing five federal agencies to make changes to the 26 different programs to direct vital support to community violence intervention programs as quickly as possible. So he's he's going to do that too. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, you know he had he's he's going he's apparently going to involve uh, Beto his uh, guns are and Beto's promise of course was, hell yes we're gonna take your AR-15 your AK-47 uh-huh. we're not gonna allow it to be used against our fellow Americans anymore I mean that's what they want mm-hmm. right they want to stop all sales of AR-15s and AK-47s I don't know any Americans who have AK-47s but uh you know if they do uh I'll bet they've lost them in a boating accident like we did yes you know i, I really got to stop a lot i know <laughs> it's that's it's the problem dangerous they keep talking about banning guns they should ban boats <laughs> i keep getting in boating accidents in deep lakes all over the state and i can never remember what lake i was in yeah i know uh, it's weird it is it is really ridiculous and and uh and it, there's so little he can do the, the reason why he didn't do this on day one and he waited for month four or three is because he can't actually do these things legally. And what is happening is behind the scenes, people who understand how these things work are telling him over and over again, you can't do these things legally. It's not going to hold up. He's now come to a point where, I mean, half of the things he's doing are, what we're going to do is we're going to do an executive order on guns that will tell the states to pass laws on guns. <laughs> right? Like, that's like mm-hmm. a lot of what this is. It's a lot of like mm-hmm. recommendations to the states, which again, I would argue there are also going to be unconstitutional Mm -hmm. but it's down the road a little bit and they don't they he can look like he's pleasing his base and who knows maybe they get a a couple of good judges and things go through the right way for them yeah and they're a little pissed off at him because he did promise during the campaign that he was going to reinstall uh reinstate the assault weapons ban he he did pledge that Mm -hmm. he said we've done it before and we can do it again and we're going to well, uh, no. It was also unconstitutional no. then, first yes. of all. But beyond that, uh, which is why it was overturned anyway. Well, but would the would the, if these things do wind up with the Supreme Court, do you have any confidence? Because I, I frankly, I don't even know if it holds up in the Supreme Court. If the Supreme Court does uh, rule that these things are unconstitutional, I, I don't have much confidence in them. I have very little confidence in this, you know, in the Supreme Court, though, more confidence, I guess, than I would have at other eras in the past. Uh, You know, people look back at the Heller decision, which was the first major 
gun case uh, that people talk about that really, you know, codified the idea that people could individually own guns. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of good in there, obviously did a lot of good things, but really there's a lot of questionable reasoning in that ruling, which in some ways basically allows any anybody to ban guns almost immediately upon their release any new model anything that's not commonly owned they could go after Mm -hmm. and they haven't done all that much of this because i don't think they want that to go to back to the supreme courts because i don't think that would work out well for them meaning the left but it's not exactly the most pro-gun ruling you've ever seen in your life It, it did get the the basic right for an individual to bear arms, but like really shouldn't have been a question at all. And the left hates it anyway. And the left hates it anyway. Yeah. So I, I think like we've seen a lot of cases that have threatened to go to the Supreme court in recent uh, months. And they, they, a lot of them don't get up there and uh, you got to hope at some mm-hmm. point they take some of these and get these laws and rules, you know, really I don't know, confirmed so that we don't have to keep going back and asking these same questions and over and over again. This is what the left does. We've seen this happen over and over again, where they will pass rules that are blatantly unconstitutional. They will get challenged in court when they mm-hmm. get up near the court at the very last second. They step in and they say, oh, actually, we're going to get rid of that law. So the whole thing is moot. And so the court backs off and then they wait three months and they pass it mm-hmm. again. Or a very similar type of rule goes all the way up the courts, repeat and, and, and rinse, rinse, wash and repeat. And that's that's not the way the legal system's supposed to work. Biden's going to try to do a lot of this stuff on his own. I don't think he's able to do it constitutionally. Many of the things he's just assigning to others who will then be overruled because they're unconstitutional. It's a freaking clear sentence. It shall not be infringed. It's, there's not a lot of questions there. Doesn't leave a lot of wiggle room. It doesn't. It really doesn't. And of course, we can go back to all the militia stuff and all that nonsense mm-hmm. that was decided in, in Heller. But it, regardless, it is it is clear you're not allowed to be doing these things. You want to you be able to do them. Modify the Constitution. That's how you do it. And you can either repeal the Second Amendment. You can adjust and modify the Second Amendment in some way that pleases you. You cannot just do this while this amendment stands. It overrules you every time. It just does. You can say there are things you can do that are illegal with guns, like shoot people, right? Mm-hmm. That's okay. Just like you can say there are... We've had that law for a while, yeah, though. It's just, been a while. Yeah, a little while. Yeah. But it's just like you can say, like, you can do things with your voice, right? Like your speech. There are things that you can do to others, libel, mm-hmm. that can be illegal. But you can't just like, you know what? You can't say this word. You can't do that. They're going to try that. Unless you're Jack at Twitter. Yeah, Jack can do it. Then you can. Yeah. Na, 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 na.